This is Film Club. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another mini-sode. This one is Summer of Soul, which was my pick. So, Lauren, do you have the connection? There's a piano. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yes, that's true. We had some reviewers. I don't think that they necessarily nailed exactly what I was thinking. One said they both had people who play the piano. The other was highlighting the second-class treatment of women. One said music being played. So, very interesting takes. The one I was going for was I was thinking about when they came together and had this big social event at like a, a, a musical dancing event, like the balls that they would go to. And this is a similar cultural social event brought together by based music. on music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Since I picked it, that means you get to talk about your thoughts first. I thought it was really cool like that we've never heard of it. It's like this lost piece of history that they were able to go resurrect and find all this cool footage. And it was so fun to watch some people who participated or who were there in person go back and watch the footage and their reactions to it yeah and it was fun to listen and like recognize some of the songs and and I didn't recognize most of the songs so it was fun to hear all the all the soul music that was going on um and it was also fun I don't think we went to Harlem but Mm-mm. it was fun to think oh we were just in New York and right. that festival happened 50 years um i think my favorite part was when they're talking about martin luther king and then like talking about his favorite song and when they were singing that song that he mm. loves i'm trying to think what my other favorite part was but i thought it was a, a really cool documentary i loved it like i'm so impressed this is quest love's first film because not only was it just a very well-produced documentary and like the technical terms of incorporating old footage with talking heads and keeping it interesting and keeping it well-paced, but like from a historical perspective, the way that he's able to engage, it's not just the concert, right? Like he brings in all these other historical events that are happening in the 1960s and all of these radical movements and intense social actions and oh I was just loving it it was so so cool um because when you think about the 1960s you think about the social rights or the civil rights era and all the different social movements that are going on but also like all the assassinations that happen all the political movements the moon landing like there's all these crazy things that happen in the 60s like hippies and then how would you tie it together in this like small event that happens just over the course of a couple of days and like the fact that it happened during the, the moon landing was so cool and I love that they got like news footage of people's reactions from the day that it's like who really cares about the moon landing and why is all this time <laughs> and money put into going to the moon like well how does that help anybody when there's so much pain and destruction and hurt going on here that is just being ignored largely and I love that because you just don't really hear that perspective about the moon landing often you know it's always like how cool and the arms race and we beat Russia. Woo. So I loved all of that. I also just loved the breakdown of how this was such a grassroots organization from Tony Lawrence, who's like um, spearheading it and making it happen, but also how they couldn't rely on the on police force to protect them or to organize. And so they had, of course, the Black Panthers come and do that. And I loved how they would take advantage of like what's naturally there, that they had the stage facing West so that they could use the sunlight more than having to rely on um, artificial lighting. 
I also love that it was like, I, I feel like I need to watch it again because the first time I was just taking it all in and I love the variety of music, you know, like I think when you think like, oh, black music or like soul music, it's like just one type, but there's gospel and then there was Motown and jazz and all these different Blues. yeah, mm-hmm. categories and they all were just so amazing to see live and hear live like everyone every performer was incredible and um even within the musical world the different dynamics and uh social movements that are happening with like how do you define music based on cultural background or ethnicity and what was the group they were near the end that were like blending pop and different things and it was like oh is this okay like is is this crossing a line and are, are they not black enough like how do we define what is blackness um and like protecting that and guarding that and celebrating that but then also allowing it to blend and not be so judgmental or stagnant within that own culture there just is so much to unpack from this documentary I absolutely loved it and yeah it was really fun to see recognizable people like Gladys Knight and Stevie Wonder and Sly and the Family Stone and I wasn't aware of the New York mayor and like how influential and popular he was and all the good that he did. Like that's super cool and super interesting. Oh, it's also just fascinating. Again, it's just like this pinnacle moment in time where all these changes are happening, like where it's going from the Negro to black and like just the terminology change that's happening and like the reclaiming and reasserting of that culture. Um, and that the New York Times writer like really pushed to have that included and to change it to black just such an empowering time a dynamic cultural movement oh it's this documentary is just such a a clinch point of all these different um things that are happening all at once in that decade but I just also think how fascinating it is like it's really not that long ago this is happening both my parents were alive for this um I think so often we believe the civil rights era to be so ancient or so removed from present day. And really it's so close to us in time. And the probably my favorite part um, is the last line when they're talking about like, there's a someone he, Questlove was interviewing and he was just saying like, oh, it's just so cool to see this. I, I thought I'd imagined it all. And it's amazing to see it and as, as I remember it and how beautiful it was like, that sentence that and how beautiful it was is just really is such a good summation because it's crazy and it's different and it's you know there's just representative of so much that's going on and it's beautiful and oh I loved it it was I just am so blown away by how good Questlove did because it was just I know um, if he's not had any experience whatsoever right like with editing or he's been a musician like yeah and just again like from the technical film standpoint it was great but just juggling all these historical moments that are going on was just so well done I loved it it was brilliant I guess we can read listener submissions this is from Catherine I did think it was a really interesting movie such an incredible celebration of talent and some world-renowned artists I loved how they spent so much screen time on all the artists and songs. I think that was one of my favorite parts, how they really set the concert as the focal piece and then added in tidbits around it. Seeing all the various styles of music was impressive and such young musicians, Stevie Wonder, Gladys Knight. I love being plopped into a moment of history and seeing the different cultures as well as the similarities between now and then. It was definitely heartbreaking to see the political and social climate. I think what struck me the most was when the moon landing wasn't even that impactful for the black community due to their ever-present struggles. The questions they raised were very probing as to what America's concerns are, and it's a relevant discussion today. Overall, I enjoyed it. Okay, and this one's from Biz. 
Here are my scattered thoughts. The artists were so young, for example, Stevie Wonder and Gladys Knight, compared to how old Chris Rock is now. (laughs) The festival had so many feelings included in it, classy and wholesome. It also had joy, sorrow, and trauma. There was a unity and call to action. Precious Lord Take My Hand was incredibly moving, especially after MLK's assassination the year previously. It was amazing how many artists lived so close to each other in Harlem. Big fan of the mayor and the host, Lynn. Such a range of artists to unite people by bringing them together through music. A part that stuck out to me was when the reporter came to talk about the moon landing and how people were saying that the festival was more meaningful for them. How many news stories covered just the mainstream and failed to highlight other significant cultural events? America is still trying to find its soul. Great pick. This is from George. He said, I was 13 in the summer of 69, so unfortunately didn't pay much attention to what was happening apart from the moon landing. <clears throat> I, lived in an, I lived an isolated and sheltered life, which is kind of sad. I do have a vague remembrance of Woodstock in the news. I listened to a little current music, but my focus was on classical tunes. I remember some songs from 69. Let's see. The messages of the music played in the Summer of Soul seem so current now, and hearing those songs performed live in that setting was very moving. I loved hearing the description of Tony Lawrence's and oh no, here it is again, a bullion guy. <laughs> Thank you, Catherine. Shout out to what was that? I think that was um, loving Vincent, perhaps <laughs> she quoted that or uh, used that vocabulary. I did not remember that. <laughs> <laughs> um, he his three favorite scenes were. The amazing Mahalia Jackson sharing the mic with Mavis Staples was incredibly touching. Then Nina Simone singing Black Lash Blues and To Be Young, Gifted in Black. Oh, I loved that song. Then seeing Stevie Wonder as a 19-year-old. Incredible. Oh, baby Stevie. He was so cute. (laughs) Favorite quotes and ideas um, was, we wanted progress. The U.S. is practicing economic colonialism. And 1969, the Negro died and Black was born said, I, find, I found myself smiling through much of the first half just to see the footage, hear the music and history of the event and focus on the celebration. But then the tone changed when the moon landing was presented. It was such a different and honest view. Summer of Soul became troubling and disconcerting, focusing on the struggle and racism that is, racism that is still here. It also took me about twice as long to watch because I kept pausing to read about the artists, performers and participants and see what happened to them and where they are now. I l- learned so much from this real life event. Sly and the Family Stone being the first integrated and mixed gender rock group. How important this event was and how and its powerful impact and and then how it was ignored for 50 years. Yes, like that, this is me breaking away from that, but that is just, and you, t- you touched upon it too. It's such a cultural touchstone that's happening at the same time as Woodstock and it is just completely overshadowed by Woodstock, which is just, there's a lot to unpack there too. But back to George. I think that it is that why it is my current number one it, is because it's real, a picture of what was happening in America in 1969 and gives perspective about how much has or hasn't changed. Stories can be wonderful, amazing, entertaining, thoughtful, thought-provoking, and life-changing, but this kind of documentary hi- highlights the ongoing subjugation and suppression of American citizens, and, well, not much is more powerful than that. I couldn't agree more. I like documentaries. I don't feel like I go to them very often, and I don't feel like I watch a historical documentary that is is powerful. Like historical documentaries in my mind are very Ken Burnsian, which isn't bad, but they're also very one note kind of particular. So it just was really refreshing to watch um, this kind of a historical documentary. Um, Jill says, I watched Summer of Soul and although it wasn't my favorite movie of all time, I am a 
better educated and hopefully more sensitive person because I watched it. I had no idea this musical festival had happened and it seemed to showcase just as many amazing artists artists and be a much more upstanding and classy event than Woodstock was, which gets all the attention. Some of the music I enjoyed and some was not my jam, but it was fun to see the outfits they wore back then and hear about the memories of some of those who attended. I actually made a comment in Relief Society about it, that it was this huge event in Harlem, but in a few of the bands, there were actually white band members playing with them. And how even though it didn't look like they belonged when you look at their outward appearance, it wasn't their color that mattered to them, but their love for the music they created together. I'm glad they found this footage and brought it to light. It was a solid movie deserving of the many awards it has won. All right. Um, favorite characters? Gladys Knight. Tony Lawrence. As well as the ones that George mentioned. Favorite scene? The ones that George said. And whenever they played a song that Jill knew or when they were wearing crazy clothes. Precious Lord and Stevie Wonder singing. Ratings, we had a three and a half, a four, two four and a halves, and one five. The rankings, it was first on two lists, second to last on one list, and last on one list. <laughs> Completely opposite. Oh, yeah, quite the switch. I feel like, ooh, for me, it probably, I don't know if it, this one or doubt. See, it's tricky because I love this one for the historical value of it. I know. I feel like at this point, it's really tricky to rank them. I know, but doubt is like, ugh. I mean, I feel like we should try and rank them by the end of the year, but maybe we can hold off on ranking them for right now. <laughs> oh, and I also love, um, I meant to say this at the top too, the full title is Summer of Soul or When the Revolution Cannot Be Televised, which again, I, what they did was just not controversial at all. You know what I mean? That the I love that they filmed it and had intentions on using the footage to show it at the time. And then it just got ignored. Yeah. And shut down and tucked away. So bravo to bring it to light. And if you haven't watched it, highly recommend. So yeah, that's it for this month's film club. Those pins should hopefully be coming soon-ish. I haven't gotten the final proofs from Sarah yet, but that will be on its way. And make sure you watch Real Bravo sometime this month and get those reviews into us. We are doing, we're bringing back the listener submitted playlist. So you're going to want to submit three songs to us. And the categories are a current obsession, one that you're listening to currently, a song from your birth year, a lesser known song from your favorite artist. Bravo. So send us those three songs via text, email, DMing us on Instagram. The podcast Instagram don't DM our personal accounts, um, and we'll unless you want to. <laughs> and yeah, we'll be excited to listen to those for the whole month of August. That was Film Club.